This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. I'm happy to say now that we have everybody's favorite neighborhood commentosaurus, Rob Hutchinson, on the line to talk to us about what's going on in Parliament. Rob, how are you doing? Very well in the South, Benji. I'm doing fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, Rob, just, uh, uh, you're a bit soft there, so just lean into the mic uh, a little bit so uh, we can hear you. Uh, now, Rob, there's been some uh, controversy in the last few uh, weeks uh, in different high schools in, in, in Cape Town specifically, but now uh, looks like it might become something that is a broader issue. Uh, guidelines being released by the Department of Education for gender guidelines on on uh, on bathrooms and I'm sure on a lot of other things which are going to cause uh have, have is the sort of thing that you get a lot of culture warring stuff in America and now it seems to have finally reached uh, South Africa. So it does does seem to be part of a a larger set of ideas as as you ha- as you have mentioned already. And this, you know, when government introduces new policies which are quite controversial, they tend to test it out in in limited regions. And especially when it comes to something like gender identity and, and uh, you know, the, this kind of uh, unisex toilets and, and so on, it's all about uh, testing it with, within closed environments such as schools and uh, local businesses or even within government departments occasionally. This is a, a, another extension of what is called SOGI. It's the SOGI, which is the sexual orientation and gender identity proposal, which is actually an agreement that South Africa signed with with the United Nations and in particular UNESCO uh, quite some time back. And that was to offer and recognize different genders and the equality and uh, issues around gender equality in, in that space. So this is uh, just a, a another test project that they are rolling out. And we'll like to see how the public reacts to unisex bathrooms and and so on. It does seem kind of odd at this stage, focusing on on the wrong things as usual by by government and especially the Department of Education. Well, I mean, I think that what a number of commentators have pointed out is that the the government has often failed to provide any kind of bathrooms at all. To, to learners, uh, in schools, uh, never mind unisex or otherwise. Uh, and, uh, and, and now this seems to be the, the focus that they, they're gonna have. The, this, this idea of unisex bathrooms has been enormously controversial in the United States. Because on the one hand, uh, you have, uh, pupils identifying as LGBTI who are saying that they want to fit into a, a particular bathroom. On the other hand, you have, uh, people saying that Girls who kind of want their own bathrooms, they don't want to be in the same bathrooms as, um, as, as men, regardless of how those people are identifying. Uh, and so it has been rather a, a controversial thing. Do you think it's going to stir up that kind of debate in South Africa as well? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, it already has. Um, a few political parties have raised concern about this in, in parliament and uh, with, with the high gender-based violence uh, statistics in in South Africa. I think this is quite a quite a, a, a wrong move by government, and it definitely has the potential to increase those gender-based violence statistics. And no doubt, the schools are are rife with that. 
the teenagers that that really can't control themselves. And I, I mean, we just have to think back to when when we were in school. There's there's always a, a tension there. Boys wanting to get into girls' bathrooms, and and I was going to say girls wanting to get into guys' bathrooms, but I haven't seen that yet. But the the notion is still there. It's quite a serious matter, which I really think that has not been thought through at all in in this case by by our Department of Education. Okay, so I mean that is a very very interesting, and I'm sure that we will see uh, how that. Uh, goes on, uh, Rob. The, the the annual storm that we talk about when it comes to uh, parliamentary engagements uh, fully underway. When does Parliament actually finish for the year? The Parliament closes or goes into recess on the second of December. So there's already a lot of talk and a lot of a lot of issues happening in Parliament, especially with bills and proposals and so on. Uh, most of them will go out for for public comment over the December period. It's always the busiest time for that as government tends to catch up on what they've neglected throughout the year. And no doubt these uh, issues will be uh, readdressed in, in the new year once again. But it will, most of them will just get pushed out and then carried on. But I think currently there are, there were 50 last time I looked and I think I looked uh, recently this week. There are close on 80 bills that are, that are currently before parliament. Or, and the NCOP, which is an incredible amount there. A, a few, a few bills have been, have been pushed aside and shelved, and we're still waiting for feedback on quite, some quite important, important bills that, uh, that received quite a few public, public comments. Well, of course, the big one, uh, that we're seeing at the moment, which looks like they're not going to be able to sort out in time, is this grey listing bill to do with terrorism. Because uh, there was a rather mm-hmm. ham-fisted uh, attempt to get it through, and they're talking about us being grey-listed in February, which is going to make everyone's life more difficult. But have we seen any actual uh, improvement and uh, focus on that one to get it through by some chance? No, nothing at all at this stage. Uh, they, the committee met yesterday, and well, not yesterday, sorry, on Friday, and they they have talked to more about that that bill, but. Nothing has been finalized or concluded on, on that front yet. My gut feeling is they're going to push beyond the financial action task force, uh, deadline and then, uh, do the usual, usual government thing and just sideline it and forget about it. Well, but Rob, the um, great listing is uh, inevitable. <laughs> unfortunately. Rob, uh, when we said that the, the issue of this toilet thing is, is controversial, uh, I wasn't quite uh, aware of how controversial because you know we normally get uh, messages on the on the thing, but someone has actually phoned into the station and wants to ask a question, uh, which yeah, hasn't yeah. happened to me in ages. Uh, hello, caller. How are you? Thank you. My name's Nick Talentis. I'm really concerned about this discussion that you're having about gender violence and also sharing of toilets and things. I've been involved uh, just recently. Um, we have uh, a friend's daughter at university at Wit. And um, she was reporting of the complaints at the university. The university is trying to duck it because they've got policy A and policy B, etc. And I have been saying to them, the architecture, the way they've drawn up the plans for these things, and the particular residences are totally inappropriate. They shouldn't have been done the way they have. Um, And certainly, they never have taken a proper reading of people's uh, reactions of using the facilities as they've d- designed them. Um, 
people are scared to actually tell the truth for the simple reason they come from the country, these are young girls from rural areas, and they're now forced to mix with men, and they they really find it uh, untasteful and extremely and disrespectful, and they are maltreated. It doesn't have to be physically that they've been raped, but it's almost a mental rape every day they go to the toilet. So I have a major issue with these things, and I'm only doing a third party. You must understand, my kids have grown up, didn't have this issue. Same university. But these kids are in trauma. Well, what are we going to do about this? Who do we contact? Because well, at this time, I'm having a good war with them. Um, and they have done a couple of changes already, I can see. But uh, the reality is they're in denial. Well, Colin, thank you very much. And thank you for phoning and giving your uh, perspective. Rob, uh, of course, with, whenever you have one of these bills that goes out, there is also uh, mm-hmm. available for public comment. And I'm sure uh, callers like this would, would, are able to give feedback. So, so what is the best way for people if, if they do want to comment on an issue like this? Well, there's there's plenty of methods that people can do. They can they can use um, the platform which is available on dearsouthafrica.co.za, and that that will uh, provide uh, adequate resource uh, information and so on to have your say, which will actually be sent directly through to through to Parliament and and through to the correct channels and registered as a proper a proper public submission. You can also engage directly with Parliament. And with the uh, committees on on these issues, and I suggest people do. They, you know, this this type of policy is highly controversial, as as the caller just just pointed out. And it's, uh, you know, it, it's it might suit a a small handful of of people in in South Africa, but generally it's 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 not appropriate, or, or it shouldn't be applied, in in my opinion, to to the broader spectrum, forcing. Forcing this this kind of behavior on, onto the public is is dangerous to say the least, especially in in closed quarters and closed environments like uh, the our education system. So definitely have have your say wherever you can. I'm sure many groups in South African organisations will will focus on this. And just to be clear, the the SOGI guidelines, the sexual orientation and gender. Gender, um, sorry, I keep getting it wrong. Here. Sexual orientation and and gender identity guidelines will be uh, out for for public comment pretty soon. They're doing the halls, doing the rounds in the halls of Parliament, and it's a quite a comprehensive uh, document which covers all all of these issues and more. And it's highly controversial, so uh, I'll definitely be keeping an eye on it and inform the public. Of how they can get involved. Well, there you go. That is Rob Hutchinson bringing us to the end of the show for today. Uh, thank you to the whole team who puts this all together. Uh, Craig, who pushes all the big red buttons. Vusi, who's on the sound. Mashadi, who does our production. And the whole team here at 101.9 Chai FM. And thank you to you, dear listener, who tunes in every single week. And please do tune, us, tune in again next week for the New Blue Review.